Rad Broadcast presents A Haunting at Von Zeppelin Manor, a collaboration with Circles and Sack Spirit. Circles, with an S, provides a fun and intuitive way to find the entertainment in places your friends love. You can download the app from your app store by searching for Circles, with an S, or by visiting Circles.com. That's S-I-R-C-L-E-S dot com. The Sacramento Paranormal Intuitive Research Investigation Team, a.k.a. Sac Spirit, are paranormal investigators who can be found online at sacspirit.com. Part 2. The investigation begins. On Saturday, October 23rd, I was joined by Melissa and Brent from Sac Spirit, Eric Carlson, the squad manager of Circles, as well as Cosmo, the official artist of the Rad Radio Show. Together, we begin the investigation with an introduction from Melissa, who knows nothing of the house and was in no way involved in the preliminary research or the interview with the homeowner, Renzo von Zeppelin. The episode will close with Brent from Sac Spirit sharing the history of the home and surrounding area to either confirm or validate Melissa's intuitive abilities during her cold walkthrough. Spirit. Um, we are on a bit of an adventure today in Placerville. Uh, we have a multi-layer collaboration going on. Uh, we have us at Sac Spirit. We have our friends from Circles. We have our rad radio crew. We have our rad artistry with Cosmo. We're just blending all the, it's sort of like a a rad spiritception going on today um, in a really phenomenally historical and beautiful home um, in, in Old Placerville. Uh, I really don't know much about the space as usual. I go into these not wanting really very much information. I want to go in cold. I want to feel the energy. I want to feel the vibration of a space. I want to know what the history has to tell me first and then with all of you guys who have done the homework and the research, you guys can kind of fill in the gaps. You can let me know what makes sense, what resonates, what fits. We're just gonna kind of figure it out because people actually do live here. And our clients, um, they just basically gave us carte blanche. They gave us the keys and said, figure it out and please make it a peaceful home. So we're gonna do that. Not only are we going to investigate, but we are going to bless the space as well to make it calm and peaceful, tranquil as we can with a historical location. There is some level of energy that isn't ever going to go away. You cannot remove 100% of the history, the residual energy from a location like this. As we know, Placerville has its own um, rich, thick history. There is a cemetery nearby. Um, there is uh, another large building very close to here that has an extreme amount of history. There's some level of this that's always forever going to be part of the place. And you know what? That's okay. As long as there is peacefulness and there's harmony and everyone can enjoy the space cohesively out of respect and out of dignity, that's really what's important is to get that, that harmony here. Um, there is some sort of energy in this space that has been talking to me since I did my meditation this morning. Um, there is an older gentleman that I see sitting in a big chair staring at the fireplace. 
Um, he's older, much older. Um, I feel like his, like he would have white hair, maybe some facial hair. Um, he just seems so lonely. His energy just feels lonely to me. Um, and he feels upset. The other energies that have been communicating with me that I would like to try to connect to, um, plus all the other ones that are I know are now trying desperately to come through it, so it's gonna get a little overwhelming. Um, and also know that because the, the, the location is so historic, we're gonna have a lot of bleed over and leak over from other properties and this whole kind of area. We're gonna do our best to try to separate it, but it means that they're all probably coming into this house. Um, there's a younger female, she has auburn hair, um, she seems very, like she lost something, like a child or something was taken from her. Uh, she seems very upset. She seems very, um, she's very just, God, she, she's frantic actually. And I don't, she's beside herself. And I'd really like to give her some comfort and give her some peace and maybe reunite her because I do hear her child screaming and crying. Um, I don't know what happened. I just, I feel like I can't breathe. I'm something with the breathing. The throat has been bothering me constantly. And I feel like I'm suffocating. Something's hanging or suffocating. Um, something's going on with the throat with one of these souls. The baby is screaming. Um, but then suddenly I keep hearing footsteps running. Uh, this little boy is running through this space. There's this little, little young boy and he is just running around. He's pushing stuff around. He's moving stuff. He's, um, He's running in, he's running into doors. Like he's running into things. He's, he's like messing with stuff and he's just playing. He doesn't even realize, I don't know, that, I don't think he knows he's dead, um, quite frankly. And I don't know if he's attached to the, the female or somebody else. I think this little boy might actually be attached to the gentleman in some way, shape or form. Um, they're connected somehow. And then you've got this older female. She is so, um, particular. She's sort of, I don't wanna say stuffy. She just kind of has her ways, her, her, like her lace collar is up and she's very prim, very proper manners, um, you know, uh, She's got an issue with like if people aren't living, you know, if they're living in sin or if they're not. Um, there's that kind of element with her. She's very authoritarian, uh, a thin woman, very thin. Um, and she just, she's very controlling over this whole area. She's very much um, almost matriarchal. She's just like, this is how this goes. This is how this is. This is where this belongs. Um, she's very controlling um, and protective. The gentleman has that protective energy, but he's just sad about something. He just won't. He just won't pay attention. He's smoking his pipe. He's looking at the fire, and he's just like, "I'm fine. I don't need to be bothered. You, you kids, just do whatever you're, whatever." You know, he, he's kind of grumpy on the outside, but honestly, I think he does have a soft spot. Um, and he only ever wanted people to be happy, his kids to be happy. Um, he fought with another older man, though. Some, he's fight, now he's fighting with another older gentleman. 
um, this other man seems to believe there's something that there's an argument about money. Um, they are arguing a lot about money and how things are split properly. Um, he's like, I founded this. I started this. This is mine. And so there's a big argument within the family about um, who inherits what and who gets what uh, is kind of what they're telling me and what they're showing me. Um, I In this home, I am hearing constant movement, constant footsteps, uh, windows and doors opening, things are moving around, objects are being moved and not put back where they belong. Um, and a lot of the spirits are taking credit for this. They think it's funny um, because they're used to getting their way and they, so they chase people out sometimes with their antics. Uh, somebody has severe, severe back pain. I mean like massive, massive back pain with one of them. Um, somebody has a cirrhosis of the liver and they have, they drank themselves to death. Uh, and maybe in associated with the person with the breathing and throat thing, somebody definitely got either hung or string, strangled. Somebody was strangled and somebody was sad about it and they drank themselves to death. Um, what else do you want to show me? Oh, so now we're, so this one, there's this other younger male, about 30, 40 years old, brunette, He's riding up and down the street, and I hear, um, I see this brown horse, and I hear the, I hear, you know, the, the pat, 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 yeah, there, thank you for the, the ins insert there, Brandon. Uh, you know, it's the whole clatter of horses, and he's going back and forth, back and forth, and his information to me is that people need to communicate the good old fashioned way, that people aren't communicating the way that they used to communicate that they are not, um, people take it for granted how easy it is to um, dump your thoughts onto people and we don't take the time to just talk to one another or write a fucking good old fashioned letter for Christ's sake. Like we don't do anything, um, we don't do anything the old fashioned way anymore. And so he's just like, you know, we need to simplify things sometimes. We need to do things that's why they turned off your power. They were trying to simplify you. So Eric had a thing at his house before he came to the investigation where his power went off. They wanted to simplify it. And they're just like, no, sometimes you just need to step back and appreciate the simple things in life. That, and that's what they try to scream in this house a lot is, you know, sometimes you just need to slow down. You just need to appreciate who is around you, what you have, and value real, true connection. Um, and there, that was a struggle for some families around here. The people that resided here before a long time ago, um, even they got lost in that, in that sort of hubbub and making money and creating and building and, and making things that are grandiose. Um, they're telling me something traumatic happened in the basement and that when we go down there, we'll find that. Um, something, something traumatic happened down there. So we'll figure that out. Um, and I think the old woman is upstairs. So I would say that those are my initial impressions. Um, obviously, once we get to the history portion of the evening, um, we'll actually learn a little bit about what's going on here. Because I have no idea. 
what is happening in this house, except for a lot of it. There is active spirits, but there's a lot of residual too. So is this house ever gonna be paranormal free? Uh, no, no. Uh, but the volume can be turned way down. It doesn't need to be a rock concert. It can be elevator music. We can find that, that happy medium as it were. Um, but I think that if the spirits get a chance to express what's on their mind, that'll go a long way. So I would say, uh, let's, uh, let's go for a walk through the house and see what we find out. Before you exit, this is Brent from Sac Spirit. I did a lot of extra research into this property. As far as, you know, some of the history and some of, uh, well, uh, you know, what I told you, how much have I told you? What have I told you? You haven't told history? me squat, which is good. That's, uh, I wanted to get that on camera. Uh, we make it a hard and fast rule that Melissa's walkthroughs are cold. Uh, she has not been told the history of this very house. Very frustrating, but also very good. <laughs> I, I need to do a complete cold. I wonder about if this house has had like changes. Well, you, we did. Uh, she, she did mention some of them. Did she? Yeah. Okay. I'd... The fireplace. I thought you were there for that. No. What did they do with the fireplace? Uh, buried it in the walls. <laughs> um, the the younger gal, she seems to, she paces around the house a lot. So we, I would envision you getting a lot of um, hearing feet walking, cre creaking when there shouldn't be creaking because she seems to pace the house a lot. More active at night or during the day? I feel like they're not limited by time. Sure. Um, I would say when, when the house gets quiet, it gets louder, so probably nighttime. The older woman comes in here and um, she, so, she so tries- to talk to the camera. What? <laughs> I'm feeling things- I know, I'm, I know, I'm sorry. They don't, they don't make Amy Allen do that. I can just feel things. Actually, they do. Okay, so they do. Um, <laughs> so the older woman comes in here and straightens up. She's very particular. Huh. She's very particular, and she moves things in here. I wonder if there's a suicide on the property. Oh, yeah? The, I was having that the entire time when we first got yeah, here. Yeah, and we were standing in this room, and, and I couldn't, and I could not hear out I of this ear. I for the past, like, 15 seconds when you were in there. It was oh, so, wow. such a high-pitched ringing, but just in this one ear. Mm -hmm. huh. yeah, it's gone no, now. It's that, gone, but I was literally standing right here, and it just... They're, they're trying to talk to you. Just loud. Congratulations. <laughs> they want to talk to you. Um, the whole house is just saturated. They don't know boundaries and... So floors matter less than we thought they might. Is that what you're saying? I, maybe, I don't know. The basement still says something to me, but I want to, I probably want to go up. But I, right. fe I feel like somebody came down the stairs, but not in like, like, like an accident on the stairs. Huh. Pretty Everybody steep. hold on. They're pretty steep stairs, so... I just got a pretty good video of your butt. That's good. What in the hell is this? That is an interesting door, is it not? And there's this. That is a. Uh, oh, that's the, this, the, this is the safe room. Oh, this is a bug out room. The, the bug out room, yeah. You can go in there. So, this, yes, I'm not going to say anymore. 
He told us about this, that's right. Okay. Uh, we shouldn't even told you that much. No, my heart is pounding really hard. Oof, da. Okay, calm, calm down, calm your, calm your tits. Let's everyone relax. Um, oh, just opening this door caused massive palpitations. Um, wow. This is not okay. Just they trapped them, trapped and trapped and trapped. Uh, why am I, I ooh, come on, stop being a weenie. Cosmo's feeling pressure on his chest right now, like he's, oh, wow. he's feeling trapped on the stairs. Yeah. Okay, well, make sure he can get out of there safely and comfortably. It is hard to get in here. Okay, there we go. I like the natural wood look. My ears are um, ringing really, really loudly in here. Um... You've got about three weeks of food right to your right. Well, that's nice. Yeah, this is the- Most of it's not gluten-free. This is our emergency room, yeah. Um, this chair feels funny. This chair just feels, and it's not even terribly old, but it just vibrates a weird energy. I feel as if somebody got um, stuck in here, um, I almost feel punished. I feel um, like they didn't, like a secret. They wanted to keep a secret. This is what I'm hearing. Secrets, secrets. Uh, oh, my neck hurts so bad. Massive, massive neck pain. Um, and again with the throat, the breathing, the throat and the breathing. Um, even the little boy doesn't want to come in here. I wonder if they hear stuff moving in here, you know, like, um, I would get the sensation of like, you would hear noises in here when you shouldn't be able to, um, like there shouldn't be anybody in here, but yet there's stuff moving and you know, all your hair, hair like a thud type of thing. Um, somebody... Somebody's very depressed and crying and writing a letter. Somebody's depressed. They're they're writing something that I can see the tears falling onto the paper. There's, uh, yeah, it's, it's highly uncomfortable in here. I think I'd I'd like to to go elsewhere. All right. This is not a happy place. N no. What? Not made for people. <laughs> What's in What's that? What's this? I don't know. Yeah, whoa. Oh, yeah. It's a long jump. Yeah, watch that step. This is a empty room, yeah. obviously. A couple items in here. There was a baby in this room. And she got very sick. Because I feel like there should be like a crib over there. Again, with the, the labored breathing, labored breathing, cannot breathe, cannot breathe. Um, the sobbing, the sobbing is very uh, loud. Um, lots of tears, lots of sadness, lots of sobbing. Um, there's severe abdominal pain and like feminine pain as well. Um, there's something going on in, in the feminine region of the body. Um, I don't know if somebody got raped and then 
there was like a child that happened. Uh, she's, uh, they didn't want anybody to know about it. They didn't want the townspeople to talk. Well, that's a fascinating bathroom. <laughs> Kind of shower curtains. That's unique. This feels a little dizzying in here. It's swirly, portally. It's a little weird. I feel like I'm on a couple different planes of existence in this bathroom. Oh, that's weird. Very uncomfortable. The dreams are not right. Some weird dreams. Um, sense of being, again, feeling pinned down and um, seeing something looming over when you're trying to be at rest. Uh, something hovering, like a, almost like a mist hovering over the bed. I think that they would do this in any place of sleep. They would just loom and hover and watch. Um, but this could make people feel like they're choking or they wake up like coughing. Uh, hmm. I wonder if anybody has ever been like startled awake, like like it suddenly just like that jump, and that 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 jolt through the body. Um, it just feels uh, almost like you know somebody smacking you, and then you you wake up. I wonder if the doorknobs turn when they're just kind of like you know sitting like. I feel like I hear doorknobs turning and moving when they shouldn't be, you know? Just like, like that. Like little delicate movements. It's a little rude and a little creepy if they're doing that. Yeah, did you want to look at the bathroom? Oh, but the bathrooms are creepy. <laughs> That's why you're gonna look at them. They're all making me feel creeped out. All of them. Hmm. There's a, a little bear, a bear rug. Big <clears throat> bear rug? Well, yeah. <laughs> a, a teddy bear rug. A lot of bear, bear memorabilia. Um, why do I feel like there would be a face right in the window? But there shouldn't be because we're like upstairs. But I feel like there's like a face like looking right at me. That's not good. Are you doing that? There's a, a male face staring at me from outside the window. So I get this feeling like somebody would be like trying to leave the bathroom, but then like the door gets stuck. The door gets like, you know, hard to like get, like it's hard to get out. It's hard to get out. And they get trapped because something is holding it on the other side. Hmm, interesting. Go ahead. More 
More fur. Yep. What's a fur? Oh boy. A couple more rooms. I think I caught something on my camera when I was standing over here. Oh yeah? Oh good. Yeah. Yeah. To review that. yeah. I made me turn on my camera and I caught something flying out of the room and flying up at me. Oh, oh no. I want to review that for sure. Yeah. That's, uh, Yikes. Yeah, it's much colder in this room. It is. Uh, it feels a lot colder. Um, this is a sensation of just somebody's crying and lonely and sad and feeling rejected and not appreciated and devalued. Um, it's a sensation I'm getting. Just feeling very not heard, not received, not understood um, is the emotions I'm feeling in this space. Uh, there's this very sweet little another there's an, another old lady but she's totally different than that one with the ruffles this other lady she's um, shorter and she's got um, short curly gray hair and I do feel like she's a little overweight um, she seems to be really, really adept in the kitchen. Um, she's wearing like a blue apron and um, her glasses are on one of those little chains, you know, so she doesn't lose her glasses. Uh, and she's just, she's very like, got this protective vibration going on with her. She's very, um, very sweet and very helpful. Um, For whatever reason, she's always got a pocket or like a sleeve full of cough drops. She's always got little cough drops, like she's carting like little cough drops around or something, something for her throat. She's got something with the throat. Um, so she's always got her little some lozenge. I have my lozenges, that's kind of her deal. Uh, very interesting, very creative woman. Um, definitely likes to bake. Seems like an interesting lady. Any connection to this room that you can feel with her? I don't know. I just know that I heard her. Alright. So I acknowledged her. She seems like a very nice gal. Careful for this. Yep, thank you. Um, I'm getting a lot more of that abdominal pain. Um... A lot of abdominal pain. Um, somebody died of something where the, their abdomen went really bad, really, really bad on them. Um, almost something perforated. Like they got really sick, like there was sepsis and then maybe like the bowel perforated, I don't know, something, something went really wrong in that region of the body. I'm listening to everything you guys have to say. Not too close. So the older, prim and proper woman, like, you need to stand up straight, young lady. She's not an iron fist. She's she's very methodical, I think, is very controlling. Um, I think she might have had like um, hired help or like, or, you know, low wage help. Um, she was very, um, challenging for some people so 
she's wearing pearls. And she's got some pretty rings on. Um, simple pearl earrings. And white blouse. It's poofy up in, in through here. Um, she's got a skirt that's kind of a high, high up skirt, pen, like pencil sort of skirt, um, full, full length, um, sort of a blue color. Uh, something draped around, I think when she was cold, draped something around her. Um, the the gentleman downstairs is um, he seems to be wearing some sort of jacket or suit jacket or something um, and but he'd prefer he'd prefer to just like be relaxed and you know tinkering around and creating things um, and just doing whatever he'd he goes, no, no, I was a businessman. I did, I, I took care of things, but sometimes I just like to go out in the country. I'd like to hunt, I'd like to fish, you know. But when he came into town to do his business, he was a pretty hardcore businessman. Um, had a, he's saying he had money. He just didn't want to put on too many airs, but he had money. Um, but somebody else keeps arguing about his money to him, and I don't know why they keep arguing, but they keep arguing. They're fighting about the damn money. Um, stop fighting! It's the afterlife! Doesn't matter! Yes, yes, you are dead. Um, just be at peace together. The family that's here now just wants to have peace. They, they love this home, and they want to show this home love and respect. They want to be in harmony here, and they want to be at peace here with you. They don't want to take away your legacy. They just want to add a new chapter to the story of this home so it doesn't just sit lonely like you do sometimes. They want to bring life to it and continue the life of the home. Yeah, he understands that. She doesn't think anybody's worthy of any of the space around here. Like half these homes probably have her attitude in it because she thinks everybody needs to be doing it her way. Ooh. She's spicy. <laughs> She's a spicy meatball. For what it's worth, I know exactly who you're talking about and we will get to that. Okay. Um, so to confirm that you, that's what you're, what you're feeling I feel is valid for sure. Okay. I wouldn't mind connecting those dots because for me, so since we've never investigated with you know, Eric and, and with Cosmo before. Welcome. <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> circles, hello. <laughs> so we, um, the way we kind of work and do these walkthroughs and everything, because I don't know anything, I literally just get the things that I feel. Whatever I'm picking up on, whatever I'm sensing, whatever's coming to me, I just dump every raw and organic bit of information out there, whether it makes sense or not. I, it's not all going to make sense. It's not all going to be something we can validate either. It's kind of one of those things where I just get immersed in the energy and then I just express the energy. Um, so it does look a little weird and it will connect the dots-y. 
Uh, but once I get to know the history, then it obviously does start to, the puzzle starts to come together. I mean, Brandon, you've seen this a few times of how weird it is, you know, when I wander around talking to nothing. Um, <laughs> I think it's fascinating. <laughs> it is absolutely amazingly fascinating. And the fact that a lot of us here know a lot of the backstory of this, uh, you know, Brent and Brandon have done a lot more research. Um, but just being able, on the information that I've been told by the owner of the house, this is a phenomenal dry walkthrough. And I can't wait for us to sit down and go over the history. Oh, yeah. I, I do like that part because it then it puts it into perspective of like, Oh, I'm not crazy good. Yay. Like it's comforting. It, it it's it is nice. But even the things that the unwritten history, the things that we'll never validate, I mean it's still part of the living, breathing organism of this home. Um, so that's why I like to validate just literally everything I can and just put it out there, all the energy. I want every bit of energy to be heard. Um, because they deserve it, you know. They're they were people too. Um something is just strange going on with I don't know the it's like running up and down the stairs running up and down the stairs like the constant I constantly hear like patter 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 a lot of stair movement going on and I so I get this sensation like I'm com gonna come down the stairs and then suddenly something just slams, just out of nowhere. And it's very um, heart rate, like, hmm. it's, it's intense. Like somebody falling down the stairs? Oh, there's that. But no, I, I feel like they thought somebody came through the door, oh. but nobody was there. But they had the sensation that somebody had come in or broke in, but nobody had. Ready for the basement? No. No. Everybody be real careful on these basement stairs. That's the, that's narrow. the last line in every horror movie. That's right. Uh, what, uh, here? Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. We might want to have the light go first. Uh, it's pitch black at the moment. Oh, there's there's no light down there? There is a light down there. It's just uh, not on. Okay. Well, why the fuck is that? Where's the switch? Do you know? I don't. So let's... <laughs> oh, my hole on me. All right. Uh, why don't I go down and film you coming down the stairs and please be careful. Coming All right. Down the well, stairs. you be careful with your big old camera. That, well, that way I don't have to worry about the shot as much while I'm going down the stairs with the rig. Exactly. Here, can, let's close it just for a second. Come on over, guys. Shut in here in the no. no. We're just making it work. Brandon is being logical. Okay. <laughs> All right. Beauty. Oh, Come on down. I just um, don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> because not just the, the stairs are not the problem. It's the um, oh something hides down here, doesn't it? All right. I can do this. Fine sign. 
read that last letter down. I did. Warning, do not press reset button more than three times. If you do, there could be a solution. <laughs> happy face. Right. A happy face. Yeah. <laughs> well, you convinced me. Jeez. Hey, it's a western blower unit. I mean, is that better than the eastern blowers? I mean, I... Huh. I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> Got to have a little fun. When I'm nervous, I have to have a little something to, like, take down the nerves, you know? Yeah, no, I wasn't wrong. They showed me, they showed me somebody being um, hit down here, like hit. So, uh, punishment and abuse, like right to the, the head. They're hitting the head. They're hitting the head. Um, somebody got their ass handed to them down here. I'm feeling head trauma, um, abdomen getting kicked. Um, throat <coughs> complete throat restriction um, can't breathe I can't breathe everything's being hit everything they're just they're so not nice the this living the, this person was living but now they're not living and they were very violent very mean and just over and over and over again keep hitting and hurting and kick just like kicking at them and just like wailing on them. Um, and this, they're bleeding, they're bleeding on the ground, they're bleeding on the ground. Um, they can't breathe, they can't breathe. That'll teach you that. Oh, that's not good. Oh, okay, so the, the baby, if there was an affair, so this was, okay, this was, that, that'll teach you to be a little dirty fucking whore. Oh, that's not nice, that's not nice, why do you do that? Um, I don't think, I don't think they made it, I don't think they survived this event if that makes sense um oh. and they suffocated the child well i'm clearly going to need to bless the basement um because there is some really heavy energy in here Murmuring or talking? In the well, I thought it was outside. I, okay, I couldn't tell. I heard voices. Yeah, I heard. I did. I, 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 I thought it was coming street. either over in this section over here. I heard like there was. Because I think they're talking to me. So you may have been hearing what I always hear. Yeah, I couldn't tell where it was coming from, but it sounded like there was a conversation, not a conversation, but somebody talking in general. And it was a male voice. Okay, well, let's pause for a minute and just listen. I can hear a murmur. Um, besides the hum of the boiler system, I hear I heard a voice. Um, I also, for whatever reason, hear piano music 
um, like twinkling of keys. And I didn't see any kind of piano or keyboard in the house, but I, I heard like what would be like older style, like piano or tinkling, tinkling of keys type of um, sounds. Um, this, this is heavy, man. This is not good. Don't like it. I um, wonder how long the concrete's been here. Judging by the quartz and the concrete, I would say this is foundation. I would say this is original foundation. Judging by the coarse quartz of it, they don't make concrete with quartz like that in it anymore. It doesn't shine like that. <laughs> yeah. It looks very <laughs> old. This is, this is and we old. have a concrete expert, actually. Yeah. yeah. This so, is old coarse and ground. Cosmo yeah. based they, it looks like they might have uh, painted it at one point, and that's even fading off of it as well. Yeah, but then you got all this uh, water is forming on the, I don't know, it's just yeah. condensation like coming from somewhere. Yeah. A lot of stuff happening like there. Like, you can smell that. I smell this from up there. The way it smells of. So, what do you think about this this line? Do you think that was? Uh, hmm. Because I feel I feel like yeah. something's underneath yeah, our feet. It was like they, they put that in. Well, no, I mean it's still it's the same, same color. Age, yeah. Well, the paint was an add-on. Clearly, the 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 paint is an add-on. Yeah. But I just keep wondering, like, if something didn't. There's, there's a cut on it for some reason. And it cuts exactly like a yeah, square. Yeah. So if why look, it cuts it's right cut like the that? Right here. There might have been something they put underneath there for. Could, could it have uh, to do with the the unit the kerosene system? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It could be anything when the, the equipment could the, very well be related. Uh, it's coming in but, from the outside. But you know, the concrete itself looks like the same age. The yeah. rest of it, so, but why it's cut right there? You know, just it's a little strange. Had to, you know, build something down there first, and then they, they did that right after. Maybe they were smart enough to take the body elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 You say you saw it cut over here too. Or you can just see it all the way around. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, this basement would have originally yeah. had a boiler, and the furnace came in later. Oh. No, this is definitely old, old concrete. What was that? Oh shit! It's a ah, drain. Drainage. Much of black metal coming up. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'll just stand over here. <laughs> they train the blood. Okay. That's interesting. <laughs> now that's just a sewer drain. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a good place for it. That is a drain for if the uh, uh for for if the basement floods. Yeah. 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 Drain. That's a flood drain. Yeah. Which is a good thing to have. A flood drain, not a blood drain. I wonder if that from <laughs> it's the dual rain purpose. works from recently <laughs> fell. I think so. Something in here. I think that's, that's probably a, a, a rain thing. Yeah, that's yeah. not good. Just a little bit of rain that we got, and all of a sudden it's yeah. water's forming here. That's yeah, not good. Ideal. Yeah. Well, it's an old house, and that's man. That's why that drain's out right there, I guess. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but I just, I don't know. I feel, I don't feel happy down here. This feels very sad and very uncomfortable down here. How do you guys feel? Just emotionally in this space, tight, tense. I feel yeah, heavy. Like, like my shoulders feel like I want to curl up like this. Okay. Yeah. It, it does feel like this is a room where you would be taken to be punished. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean I feel like I need it's not not good. Is when it? When we walked over there and you started describing certain violent acts, mm -hmm. when we did the initial walkthrough before with the homeowner Ginger, it did not feel right. Uh -huh. And I didn't know if it could have been a violent thing, but yeah. once you started describing that, I could taste... It made sense. I could taste blood. Oh, yeah. The copper type, yeah. It was like that corner. Yeah. No, it, something, it, 
it's all jacked up over there. Let me just tell you, it's not good. So yeah, on point for with that for sure. Is it? It's not okay. And I don't know if that person made it or not, but I don't feel like they did, or or they were beaten within an inch of their life because it's not good. And that's something that's probably not going to be on. There's not going to be any record on. No, no, that was yeah. that was un, that was swept under the rug that there is no way to validate that unless you guys found something else out but that's they're not they're not going to uh, leave record of that you wouldn't think careful do we leave the lights on or uh, just the, the, the switches, switches on the top right yeah yeah oh my god that was hard. Also, I feel a lot better. Yeah. No, that was hard down there. And we're gonna have to go down there with equipment. Sorry. Oh yeah. No, that's fine. You wanna get some? It's gonna take like a. We can take breaks. In fact, this is a good time. I need to step outside. This is a good time to take one. I need to. I can't wait to show you guys some Brando. I caught so many oh, orbs around you, bro. Really? It, I I want your guys' opinion on what I caught because I, I couldn't believe everything I was oh. The History Lesson. in a very historic home that was built in the year 1916. Um, and, and it's uh, pretty much right across the street from the Union Cemetery in Placerville, California. It's also with uh, quite near what's known as, the, known as the Sequoia Mansion in Placerville, better and more properly known as the B. Bennett Mansion. And I feel that the, I feel that the uh, okay. spirits here would probably prefer that we call it the B. Bennett Mansion. Um, what I was able to uncover in my research is that uh, is that several outbuildings were added as the B. Bennett Mansion. We'll get into the history of it. Several, the last being in 1916. So this was the last building added to the B. Bennett Mansion, meaning that we are on original B. Bennett Mansion property. So the story of the of B. Bennett Mansion is the story of this and some of the other homes in the neighborhood. What I couldn't, oh, okay. what I couldn't figure out until I talked to the homeowner is whether or not uh, this one was, this particular home was the servants' quarters, and there were servants, you picked up on that, um, or if this was the house that was built for the daughter. Um, that piece of information was filled in by the homeowner. This is the house that was built for the daughter, and uh, some of the, some of those records are spotty, but I believe it's Gladys Bennett uh, was the was the owner of this home, and she kept the Bennett name because she stayed on the property. Most of the other daughters kind of dispersed. So, um, with that, we'll just go into it. The original yeah. larger mansion, which we'll have uh, some B-roll of, the main mansion, the B. Bennett Mansion, was built uh, all the way back in uh, 1853, before Placerville was even wow. here. Five years after gold was discovered in California. Nice. So actually four years. I'm sorry. Four years after gold yeah. was discovered in California. So there was a very strong reason why uh, why he built here. Uh, you know, we're just coming out of the Sierras here. The B. Bennett Mansion was built by Frederick A. B. And mm -hmm. he built this mansion in 1853. And uh, from this property, 
Um, and like I said, this was the daughter's home that, that we're in. But from the, from the main mansion, he founds the B Telegraph Company. And he and he builds uh, he builds two telegraph lines over the Sierra Nevada, uh, one here in Placerville going uh, going over to Carson City, oh. and before Reno was there, and mm-hmm. and one in Southern Cal- and one in Southern California uh, going over the Sierras in Southern California. So he, he two telegraph lines going over. Now this is very important. This is the first Trans Sierra telegraph going over the mountains that followed in the the, the st- footsteps of you what you might. Uh, think of his earlier enterprise um, that has a lot to do with Placerville. Um, before, I don't know what that was. Did you hear something? Down yeah, yeah, I heard a big yeah, thud. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> I don't I know. I don't know. Okay. But we're talking about him. So, um, And I kind of got ahead of myself with the Telegraph. So the Telegraph replaced one of his earlier projects. Um, you know, that, and talking about new ways to communicate with people. Uh-huh. Um, his, his earlier project was a little... Now pro- that makes sense. His earlier project was a little project called the Pony Express. Oh, wow. Holy <laughs> little project? <laughs> and he was responsible, Mr. B was responsible for mm-hmm. the, the California portion of the Pony Express. He plotted oh, the horses. It, he plotted it out. And you said they had to be strong. The horses had to be strong and fast. Yeah. Well, I would explain it. So he not, not only was he responsible for maintaining those horses and maintaining the infrastructure of the Pony Express, but he plotted out the path. He plot, he blazed the literally blazed the trail that the horses wow. would follow over the Sierra Nevada to hook up with Nevada's portion of the Pony Express. And he built... <laughs> He built California's Pony Express, and his daughter lived in this house. Talk about an entrepreneur. Right, in the beginning. Exactly. And, and so, if you think about it, too, he's got to be making a ton of money off oh, this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would assume so. He, so. so he builds the, the, uh, the, the first Trans Sierra Telegraph Company uh, later in the 1800s to replace the Pony Express. And, and, mm-hmm. and as a matter of fact, the, the saying, I heard it through the grapevine, comes from his uh, uh, comes from his uh, his telegraph going over the grapevine in Southern California. That's where oh, wow. that that's where that saying comes from. <laughs> Literally <laughs> so, through the grapevine. <laughs> now uh, it, it was wow. it, it was at the point it was at the point of having established the uh, having established the Pony Express and then establishing the telegraph that uh, that uh, Mr. B was uh, was basically approached by Washington in Washington DC and said what you've done here uh, is going to is going to enable something that we've been wanting to do for a long time and you know wow. the, the 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 trail that you've blazed over the Sierra Nevada for your telegraph and for your po- and for your pony express before that is going to allow us to build a, build the, the nation's first transcontinental railroad Oh wow! Whoa. And so he was. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm almost emotional about it. Aww. So, so, uh, so, Mr. B was responsible for the the Calif- California's portion of the first telegraph, the Pony Express before that, and the first and the completion of the Transcontinental Railroad, which opened the West to the East. You don't learn that in history books. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about that. So, so, and that's, everything else was talking about it. New lot. ways, new ways to communicate over the old ways to communicate. Yeah. Spot on. Oh, it's wow. almost like yeah. it was the original circles before there was the internet. That's right. It's all positive and it's all communication. Yeah. And so that <laughs> is, highly recommended. that is from 1853 to 1889, the bees, uh, and they're also responsible for newspapers like the bee telegraph. And for the Sacramento Bee, um, the, oh, 
he actually, sense. and the way that, that happened, but I didn't even put that correlation together. And the way that happened, oh, wow. the way that happened was there was a uh, he he contracted with a lumber company up in Oregon for all the lumber. He wanted to build it out of redwood, so he, so a lot of the, a lot of the original house was constructed out of redwood, and he brought that lumber down from Oregon uh, via land wagon, huh. via wagon, via horse-drawn carriage. Bringing the lumber down just so that he could build the house with the lumber he wanted. In so doing, he met the McClatchies. Uh, from, oh, from, wow. He met the McClatchies, and then they founded the Sacramento Bee. So that, that's okay. a side story. Interesting. Uh, yeah, so uh, in 1880... We're learning some shit today, aren't we? <laughs> now, the reason it's called the Bee Bennett Mansion is that in 1889, the mansion was uh, purchased from the Bee family uh, by a uh, Marcus Bennett. And and it's it's actually Bennett's daughter that built, oh, okay. uh, built this house. I I got ahead of myself there, so I apologize. So um, but yeah, it was Mr. actually Bennett's daughter. Actually, the uh, it was actually mm-hmm. Bennett's daughter that that uh, had this house. So um, when ju- Judge uh, will get a little bit of, when Judge Marcus Bennett buys this house, he expands it. When I say this house, I'm talking about the main mansion. I'm sorry, <laughs> there, but the the main the main mansion. He had 16 rooms and five outbuildings. The last of the outbuildings was this house. So, so that took and, up quite a bit of property. Yeah. Oh, no. This whole area was the original B, uh, B. Bennett Mansion property. By 1889, this whole area. They, they, they were, this was almost before Placerville, at least as we think of so it. So he kind of had this estate thing going on in this whole area with, like, kids living in different houses right. and, he and help and like yeah he had his own little village kind right, yeah exactly of right here is, is that kind of what you're saying yeah, yeah okay so do you feel like maybe the two men bickering over money could be maybe maybe the, mr the mr b and mr, and mr. marcus mr. it makes mr. perfect Bennett. sense now there's, you know, we've got more that, that's possible but, um in in 1861 a woman uh, that came to know we don't know her uh well, I guess we do know her, her maiden name, actually. Uh, Mary Anderson was uh, was born to uh, uh, James Madison Anderson. Uh, James Madison was one of the early early settlers of California, basically, and and that was her father. Um, and and she was born in 1861. Uh, and Anderson was an early uh, founder. Her father actually mapped out the streets of Placerville. He surveyed out and and founded. Placerville Anderson did, and that's Mary's father. Wow. And and the reason the reason we're talking about Mary Anderson is that at the, at the age of twenty years old in eighteen eighty one, she meets and marries you guessed it Judge Marcus Bennett and becomes Mary Bennett in, oh. in, in eighteen eighty one. Oh shit! And her her father was literally a founding father of the oh, West. The West. Yeah. yeah, of, of uh, the West. How, yeah. Do you know how Anderson was spelled? Uh, common spelling, as far as I know, A N D E R S O N. It's a big name in my family. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. Okay, Gonna need to do some backwards research on my ancestry on that because, yeah, they and they lived here and they did like in this region and did a lot of kind of big things. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to do some homework. As uh, so as oh the as the Marcus family uh, now expands and they mm-hmm. and they've got the, these five outbuildings and. And, and you know they got this whole basic area as they expand everything. Uh, judge uh, Marcus he becomes the superior uh, court judge for El Dorado County, and uh, and you know he's based in Placerville. And as a matter of fact, he becomes uh, he becomes known as sort of the the uh, they call him Hanging Judge Marcus because he was a hanging judge and nobody really knows oh. how many how many people he sent uh, he yeah. sent to the gallows. What the fuck? 
But he sent, <laughs> Judge Marcus sent so many people to the gallows that Placerville uh, earns a nickname that, that it's never been able to get rid of. Hangtown. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize that was his <laughs> yeah. doing. So Judge Marcus sent a lot of people to the gallows, and there could certainly I don't know the 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 beating in the basement uh, made me think of Marcus like maybe a dirty deal that we don't really know about. Yeah, that's not going to be public knowledge probably. No, uh-uh. hmm. wasn't pleasant though. Uh, Marcus uh, Bennett, he remains in that office as, as a hanging hanging Judge Bennett until until he finally dies uh, in 1925. Life yeah. Time period. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So he dies in 1925 of natural causes. Mary Bennett then lives alone in the in the B. Bennett Mansion. Um, she had been very, very uh, active in the founding of Placerville, and, and she founded the Placerville's first Shakespeare Club. And she she was very active in the founding of Placerville. But once her husband died, she became sort of a recluse. You know, and and she lived in the main mansion alone and very depressed and very distraught. Um, and she actually lived in that mansion until age ninety, uh, and dying in wow. nineteen fifty-two. Do you happen to know the age difference between the judge and her when they were married? She was twenty, but do you happen to know? Typically, they have a huge age range back in that time yeah. period. So, you know, she was probably a widow for a good portion of her a good portion of, of her life. life yeah, you know what I, mean? I don't so. have Marcus's age when he sort of came on the scene. Um, but she was 20, and I know he was a lot older That's than that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He, he has his judgeship. He was, you probably, know, twice, he's people, he was so. probably twice her age, <laughs> okay. at least. Um, but during their marriage, uh, they, they, did, um, they did have children. Uh, and, uh, and one of those children ended up living in this house under the Bennett name. That was uh, Gladys Bennett. Um, they, uh, they had five daughters. They actually had six daughters, but we'll get to that. They had six slash five daughters and one son. Unfortunately, uh, the son dies uh, dies on the property at the age of three. Um, it was an accident. He, oh come on! Uh, he died. Of, <laughs> he died of an accident. Um, there's not there's spotty information of what that accident was. Little kid mm-hmm. under the age of five. Rumor has it that he fell off a horse, <sighs> but we don't know that for sure. There's also a rumor that it it was. Falling down the stairs. Oh, really? See, I didn't hear that one. So yeah, and rumors. I told you that something down the stairs. Yeah. And that's what. So there, there's different stories about from. his death because there's no real record of it. So the owner of the it, property is mm-hmm. where I heard initially the story. It was that Marcus fell down the stairs and died at the bottom of these stairs. Oh, he might have. And might have better house. information because there's and, a lot. The, the death certificate says accident. Right. So and we so, don't know what the accident was. And so with that with that being said, I mean, we've all experienced different things throughout yeah. here. And, and those stairs are very kind of wonky. Exactly. And a wonky feeling. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. He died at the bottom of the stairs. He's very Should adamant about this. Okay. That, that child fell down the fucking stairs. Okay. Well, so. we're, I'm, we're almost okay. done with okay. the yeah. record. Uh, Mary Bennett uh, uh, erects a park in his memory, which is now known as Recreation Park in Placerville. And that, wow. that park was erected in Marcus Bennett Jr.'s memory. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. So um, now the five daughters. She still laments that. Uh, there was a six. Uh, there was a sixth child, Marie Bennett. All we know is that Marie Bennett died at the age of six, and we mm-hmm. uh, and there's very spotty. There's very few records of uh, upon the circumstances. The circumstances mm-hmm. surrounding that appear to have not been recorded. Such yeah. another young age, though. Yeah. So we don't know no, why. Some, something went. There's very no. Wrong. There's no records. There's no death certificate. There's no records on Murray Bennett's death. Just that she was six years old, and even the age could be wrong. 
Not a lot of records on that, but there's two child deaths on this property for sure. Somebody smothered a child. Yeah. I'm sure of it. It would have been Marie Bennett. It's got to be this. The illegitimate. It's got to be the illegitimate child, right? It has to be. It has to be. Somebody, somebody slept with somebody, or was there was a suspicion? Maybe, maybe she lived age six, and then he found out about it later. And he smothered the child. They're saying this: the child was smothered. The child was smothered. I mean, there's no proof of it. There's no way to prove this. This is just what they're showing me. There is absolutely no way to validate this. this. But I feel like I'm being suffocated. I'm being somebody we'll, we'll suffocating. We'll explain here in a moment when you're finished yeah. about why we think it's her as opposed to Marcus Jr. Okay. Yeah. So we'll, interesting. Yeah. Well, um, I I think that they're both here. Well, I, yeah, I, absolutely. They're, they're, yeah, one hundred percent agree. I think with both that. of them died here, and I think they're both here. Here. Yeah. I know Marcus is. You know, they're they're running around playing. Yeah. This is why he's the little boy. This is why you would hear feet you know running around and, and you know and maybe even ch- like childlike laughter well, might even I almost happen. wonder I think that they're playing I saw the stair what I'm putting together I saw the stair story and I almost think that they told people he fell off a horse rather than yeah, yeah. no well, no there's he, he information I want to share when you're finished right. that what may lead to why it's a cover-up Interesting. Uh, interesting. Now, from uh, but, but wait, there's more. <laughs> after, uh, moving on from the Bennetts, then, um, after Mary Bennett's death in 1952, the house sits empty. Uh, the, mm-hmm. Again, the house meaning the entire property, all the all, the, all five outbuildings, including the, the this house. Um, and it must bl- have got yeah, split the, apart. The, actually, I think the main house sits empty. Gladys would have been living here by mm-hmm. then. So Gladys probably was still living here, but the main house sits empty. And so from 1952 to 1958. In 1958, the main, the main mansion, the main B. Bennett mansion, is bought by itself without the outbuildings by the Elks Lodge. And Elks Lodge 1712 in Placerville is founded. Uh-huh. And the, what, what was the original property, including Gladys's house, are all sold off as, as their own properties the way they are today. At that, at that point, in 1958... They were parceled out. In 1958, yeah. the outbuildings and, the, and these, outlying, these outlying properties were parceled out. And then the B. Bennett Mansion is now listed in the Placerville Courthouse as a single structure. Yeah. And then, so that's but it, hard, it. it hardly is. I mean, half these houses around but here this, are all connected. But this is this is original Bennett property. Yeah, it just yeah. isn't that now. So that's how that came to be, and that was through the purchase by the Elk Lodge. Now, incredibly, it remains in Elk Lodge uh, from 1958 until 2001. Oh wow! Wow! So oh, there's a lot of stuff that went down here with the Elk Lodge. That who knows? That's a good gosh darn long that, time. That, that's a big chunk of time that there's no record yeah. of. Wow. Because they're not as secretive as the Masons, but they don't advertise the contents of their meetings. Right. 2001, 2001. So the main the main mansion was a was, was again an Elk's Lodge until 2001. Yeah, and then, and then this would have just been a private residence. After after Gladys Bennett either moves out or dies, don't have records on that. Uh, and this, this just becomes a private residence as it is today. And there's been, like, I didn't look up the records on the private people that lived here, but it's you know pretty unspectacular, just people moving in and out. And coming and, coming and going. People regular real estate. People we've never heard of. So just, we have records basically dating up to 2001 of home ownership. And at least happened. of the main mansion we do. So we're and, current basically yeah. on... 
what's gone on through the house, yeah, basically. And it's actually, in 2001, it's purchased by the people that want to turn it into a winery and a hotel and a wedding venue, which is what it which is, is, what, which is, is what it is today. I saw the little sign for a wine tasting. I was like, ooh. Divert. Road trip. Now, the uh, interesting side note here, uh, when, it's, when it's made into, when the main mansion, when all the parcels are sold off, uh, well, that happened earlier, but when the main mansion is renamed the Sequoia Mansion, is when a lot of the paranormal activity supposedly started up around the property. Oh, they felt completely freaking nope. they didn't shystered like the, they didn't out of like their the name change. Yeah. I honestly think that if the current homeowners, part as part of our blessing, if the current homeowners would put up some either pictures or some memorabilia to honor the history of yeah. the past and say, hey, these are the wonderful people that came before us and who built this, I think that would help the energy even more. The only thing I have left is after 2001, people people in all these houses around here and mainly the main mansion um, you, you started seeing ghosts with uh, pretty consistent stories is what's interesting. So who are these dead people? <laughs> so there, there's a, <laughs> the, the ghost of a young boy is frequently seen. Oh, Jesus. So, you know, we know who that is. Yeah. Uh, that's thought to be Marcus Bennett Jr. Uh, a lady in white is also uh, is also frequently seen around the grounds of the property and in the main mansion. That is thought to be the ghost. Older or younger? Uh, the, the older. Oh, uh, uh, with the white. Uh, no, no, the, the white hair. No, no. I think it's the younger one. Old. Oh. I, then, I meant older, like not a child. Okay. Well, not okay. a child. That's probably the lady with the with the auburn uh. hair, and that would be that would be Mary Bennett herself. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, and she's. We need the, to find a picture of Mary Bennett. And she's the I lady in white. I had a hard time finding that. If you can find a, uh, I do have a picture of uh, of uh, Marcus, Marcus Bennett. I do have a picture okay. of him, mm. but I, but I don't have a picture. Uh, I couldn't find a picture of uh, Mary Bennett. That's the, okay. Uh, uh, the ghost of a young girl is also seen on the property, and that is thought to be the the ghost of Mary Bennett, the, the illegitimate child, possibly illegitimate child. The one we feel yeah. you know, was suffocated. Yeah. yeah. And then some claim to have seen Marcus Bennett himself wandering the property. So who is the old guy staring into the fire? That's probably Bennett. Marcus Bennett. I think it's Marcus Bennett. Yeah. Oh. That's, that's Jeff that's Bennett. Because he just I seems grumpy and lonely, and he just wants to be left alone. And Mr. B wants to be all about the business and all about yeah. the recognition and the fame. He started this, yeah, and Marcus name, took it over. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, 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 he, and he, what he's saying to Marcus is, I started this. I built this. Yeah, it should matter to you as much as it did to me. <laughs> so that's why those two old guys were fighting. And all Bennett cared about was being a judge and hanging people. Well, yeah. Now yeah. it all makes so much more sense of why these two guys, these old codgers are fighting about things because they're fighting about money, they're fighting about, ev- just they're fighting. Upon, right? uh, bicker, uh, bicker, bicker. Upon these grounds, the uh, California's portion of the Pony Express, the first Trans Sierra Telegraph, mm-hmm. and, the, and the plans for the Transcontinental Railroad were discussed and made. A lot of residual history. <laughs> so that that would make it very rich, very thick. It, yeah. it explains to me why I'm seeing that, why I'm seeing that other guy get all you know huffy puffy about things. But who's so? Who is the old woman that I'm seeing? I think that that may be familial. Now, going fast forwarding to today, the current homeowners mm-hmm. um, unfortunately lost a child recently. Uh, and I, I'm guessing we'd have to we would have to check with the homeowners, but I'm wondering if that if the old lady isn't a relative because you hit on her in the child's room, and he wasn't really a child; he was 17. Oh, so he was 17, and I feel like because you because you hit on her overseeing that room, 
I feel like that the, the gray-haired lady is probably a relative of the current family. It might be. But there's no way to verify that until we talk to the uh, to uh, talk to the homeowner. So that's what I kind of felt about that. Either that or she's connected to the Beer Bennett family yeah. as some sort of grandmother or other matriarchal figure for them. Yeah. Could be could be either or. Yeah. Could be a little bit of both. I think the uh, but I, oh, I, and the other shorter little old lady. I think the shorter little old lady might be the familial. But who got beat up in the basement? Because you felt like it was a woman that got beat up. Yeah, and I'm not sure who that was. I'm not really positive. I mean, they might have... I mean, Mary, she... may, Mary, Mary, maybe Mary wasn't the kid's mother. Maybe that was the problem. No, maybe... But then that would have been his fault. <laughs> yeah, no, I honestly think mm-hmm. that... So maybe she did survive it, but it was within an inch of her life. He just beat the crap out of her. He beat the living shit out of her for doing that. After after uh, after Marcus Bennett dies, wow. uh, she just she basically shuts herself in the mansion and lives there until she dies. And at the age of 90, she lives in despair and loneliness for decades. Well, she would never trust another man again. Yeah, she lives in despair and loneliness for decades in the main mansion after, after Marcus dies. Wow. But she was the, the she was oh. the quintessential obedient wife until until he died. She never marries again. So that's creepy. All of that is so freaking creepy. It's I. Brandon and I caught, caught glares at each other like I don't know five <laughs> six times. We were just like, okay, that's valid. Okay, that's validated. Okay, that's validated. And I'm just sitting there shaking my head. It's like. First time being on an investigation with you, this is an amazing experience. I mean, this is like Amy Allen in the flesh. It's great. That's why she's my mentor. It's it's crazy just to honestly to witness this in person and to feel. I mean, the energy that comes off is is overwhelming at times, and then to catch some some visual aspects that I've caught that I can't wait to share with you guys. Yeah, I want to see those. You know, it's just something that uh, this is an experience like no other for me. This is crazy. For me, I just crazy. I just feel it, and that's why when I just when I go in the the initial walkthrough being the cold walkthrough, we did take a little extra time, but I really wanted to dive deep into the energy. I wanted to feel everything and express and dump all the raw and organic and information the of on you guys. History Brant pulled up. Yeah, on this, that makes a lot of sense. So, who do you think died of the psoriasis of the liver? Do you think uh, it was the fat man? I'm not sure. Okay. I'm really not. I just felt the pain because being an empathic medium, a lot of what happens to me is I just feel stuff gotcha. and sometimes it's hard to connect the dots okay. um, but I was telling them that the other gentleman arguing to me looked like Ernest Hemingway oh. but like even a little heavier there's two old guys arguing it's so strange like I'm trying to find pictures of any of the Bennett family and there are none yeah, that is what I had I had the same problem I couldn't get I couldn't get a picture of uh, a Mary Bennett to save my life I know what they showed me and for me they just show me you know the basics so They're all here. So that's interesting getting back to your walkthrough about how you were picking up on being suffocated. Yes. And it was having a very hard time breathing. Mm -hmm. And um, there's been a lot of things leading up to this investigation. One that has experienced between uh, Brandon, Mike, and myself where we've had either dreams or we've had things that have been an unexplainable that has happened to us leading up to this investigation. Really? And literally the day of the investigation, there has been some things that happened to Brandon. 
that happened to Mike Saturday night and that happened to me Sunday morning. The previous scheduled the time. Previous During scheduled that time. That when time. We, like when, when we, we were supposed canceled. to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so going back to the story of Marcus Jr. and the death. Mm-hmm. So the homeowner himself, this is what he has been told. And where he got his information, I didn't get too much deep into it. Mm-hmm. So um, he explains on our that the family had a nanny. They were well off, well to do. Yeah. And Marcus Jr. was being watched by the nanny here in the home. And the nanny went next door to either attend to something else, but her job was to be with Marcus Jr. and mm-hmm. she was not. Marcus Jr. tumbled down the stairs and died at the bottom of the stairs. Okay. Yeah. Oh. We don't know how much time has passed, but the nanny hung herself <gasps> next door. Oh, geez. Because I... she was so distraught of the loss of Marcus Jr. Oh, my God. And that's how she passed, and then she was found. Hung. Do, you know, do we know the nanny's name? I don't think it was so revealed. I felt somebody hung. Okay. I knew somebody had but been hung. But that was the story of Marcus Jr., and that was the story of the nanny of being hung to death. She she killed herself. Oh. She committed suicide. And didn't I say something because about Because she was suicide? so distraught. You, did. you said there was a suicide. Yeah, yeah. so distraught Holy and shit. so upset about... Her about Marcus Jr. and he was three when he passed. Well, of course. So yeah. when you said a horse story, yeah, that is kind of coincides with they w- didn't want the nanny to know. They made up this horse story to cover up what really happened, and that's why I found it. And that kind of coincides with yeah. the broken neck or the bruising if he fell down the stairs yeah. with being fallen they off the horse. They didn't want people to know the truth. So there's the cover up story. Oh. That's why. Right. And that's why there. That's why there's no official <laughs> records on either one. Exactly. <laughs> so, and then going back to your thought of this is like a nice country time, easy back going. They mm-hmm. want people that didn't have a lot of technology or brought into things that were modern. Mm-hmm. Renzo and his wife bought this out of auction. This house was sitting in foreclosure. It mm-hmm. was bank owned about five years ago. Okay. And they had a draw to come up to Placerville because they wanted the quiet surreal country lifestyle I... with a porch where he could sit back with his feet up and drink a glass of cold lemonade. Yeah. That's what he discussed with us Wednesday. That's our... right. Oh, yeah. wow. And I didn't know that part. It was, you don't know that part. No, I had no idea. And so that was just disclosed to us on Wednesday night. And right. here we are oh, Saturday, and you're describing how the entities want things that are more... Not as modern, mm-hmm. back in their time. And that's what he came up here to do. He so wants to like get away. That. So they would appreciate that, that That's energy. exactly oh, is awesome. the energy that I think would be okay, great good. to relate to them, is yeah. that you totally picked up on that mm-hmm. vibe, and he had a draw to come up here to do that. Not knowing the house history, yeah. not knowing, but he just wanted that lifestyle. And wow. that's where he is now. So think, The house I, picked him. I think if they, if they could erect something showing the history the Bennett's and, the, and definitely the B uh, family and the, the, showing that history uh, here and honoring that history here that would go a long ways to making the spirits feel very happy. Um, they didn't like that it was renamed the Sequoia Mansion right. and, and, and now the, the family uh, the family has renamed this house in their own name which is perfectly fine. There's absolutely right. no reason on earth that they shouldn't be yeah. able to do that but the spirits don't like it. The spirits want some recognition too. If they, if the the sentiment is, let's live in harmony, let's live, you know, bring the past and the future together, and all that good stuff, well, then they need to live up to that. Like, yes, make this your home, make this your place of, uh, you know, residence, love it, take care of it, dress it how you want, 
but do a nod to who came before. I think that if they do some little subtle things like that, you know, a plaque here, a couple pictures there, mm. something to bring that past forward, even if they just say, you know, something a historic site, um, home of, of Gladys Bennett, you know, mm -hmm. affiliated with the B. Bennett Mansion, something to just make sure, or, or at least speak it out into the ether so people can make that interconnectivity, um, that this, this has a beautiful and rich history, and it really is important to these souls to be acknowledged and to be, to be heard. Um, they, they don't want to feel um, forgotten. Do you, have you picked up if anybody is trapped or stuck here? Good question. I'm having trouble with that because it's so heavy and thick with residual information. Mm -hmm. uh, my cleansing will fix both, regardless if there are trapped souls that will be fixed. I feel like the scar of whatever happened downstairs and also um, the suicide, I think there's some problem with that energy. I think that's really an issue. Mm. Uh, I don't know if they're trapped per se or not, but I want to make sure that I open that light and energy for them when when it's time to do the cleansing because um, that will alleviate some of the pressure. I just feel that it's thick. It's like jello in here. Okay. Yeah. So you wouldn't be the only person who just walking in here might have felt that. In fact, they had to have their kerosene heater serviced downstairs in the basement. Okay. And uh, the technician that got here had never been here before. Mm -hmm. But as he's walking down the stairs, he starts praying. He really? immediately feels a negative energy and, and immediately has to start protecting himself and, and requesting that no nothing attaches to him. He does oh. his thing down there, and the homeowner said that as he was wow. walking back up the stairs, he says, please don't attach to me. Please don't come back with me. Uh. Stay where you are. And uh, so that... That there's when we walk wrong, down there, there's nothing wrong down there. There's absolutely something yeah. evil, you know, that might not affect us, but it's affecting that space. Uh, That's a good place for tar water. Yeah. Well, we'd like also to share what the homeowners have actually experienced. Yeah, sure. this is a good time. I'd like yeah, to yeah, know. Absolutely, we didn't get yeah. to that yet. Yeah. So um, some of the activity that him and his wife has experienced when they first came into this house and they bought it about five years ago was the original door to the house the front door mm -hmm. is still 1916 oh. and that door is heavy and latches by itself numerous times did anybody pick up that I bang just, i just There's heard a little that bit, a little bit of a thud okay. <laughs> they want to confirm to you yeah you, you hear that boom and oh, numerous times as recently as last week they have seen that door open and close by them by itself. No, on its own by itself. As recently as last week, and the three of us when we heard that on Wednesday, we we're just like, "This is amazing that we're still having this activity." And Renzo actually said, "Put a camera on that door Morgan. or in that hallway." He said, "I'll be surprised if you don't capture anything because it's that active." Well, we're going to do that. We are definitely going to do that. <laughs> Another incident that he's been. Um, he commented on and I guess has happened quite a few times is uh, him and his wife were laying in bed upstairs and uh, he was asleep and his wife started to hear a music box playing old style ding, 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 oh ding. wow plucky plucking kind of like you can hear the gears turning and it's just plucking wow. each 
very creepily. Slightly creepy. But that tied together when you said, mm. I hear a piano playing. Yeah. yeah. But and it, it so sounded that, like the little... I ding, almost thought ding, I heard the music box ding, when ding, Ginger ding. was taking us through the house upstairs. I thought weird. I heard something. The day we were supposed to come up here, I heard a little music box playing in my bedroom. But what were you doing? <laughs> Super faint. Pri- oh, no. Prior to that, was, what were you doing? I was researching this, the history of this yeah. house, and I, he had just told me that day that Marcus Jr. passed away from falling down the stairs. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I didn't think to put that together at all, but I'm just standing That was by... in this house, not the main mansion. No, this house, these yeah. stairs, yeah. this mm-hmm. wood floor. Yeah. Right I, here. And I mm. just, I, 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 I couldn't help but put it together. Yeah. Because it, we were, you know, I was focusing all my energy on this place. Mm-hmm. And it, it felt to me that it was somebody, something, trying to tell me that there is more to be found here that needs to be heard or unearthed or yeah. seen um and then my i got locked out of my house that night too like some kid was playing a, a prank on <laughs> me like don't mm-hmm. don't look any deeper into this so it's like kind of conflicting yeah, they're, messages they're just trying to play with you like kids they don't know they're just having fun right and when was that what, what time was it that, happened? that was in the evening of on the sunday? night uh, uh, last sunday a week ago yeah last sunday so i think i told you this the, or I don't know if it was the same time as in my case it was right just after all oh, my ears ringing uh, <laughs> uh, just after 5 o'clock I'd say maybe 5.15 something like that on Sunday evening the same exact thing happened to me that happened to you um, I, I shut the garage door I was going out to the garage I shut the garage door and I heard the tumbler turn over and lock I heard, I, I heard the doorknob lock from the other side. You were gone on an errand so that I was alone in the house, and I heard the door lock. Now, in my case, I happened to have my keys on me, so it was no, it was a big nothing burger. I just opened it, right. but mm-hmm. I don't know how that locked. And that's never happened before. Mm-hmm. We've been in the house for a year, and that door's never locked from the and other side. And let me tell you, like the that. cats can't lock the door. Right. Would, would this, so. uh, by chance, have been around 520 that this happened to you, or no, was this it later? Is, this is later in the Okay, evening. but same night. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. And to share with that as well was that the homeowner sent me pictures of the house that I sent to Brando and Brent. So yeah. they got to see images of the house leading up to it. And we all looked at just the pictures and said, this has given us an eerie vibe. Mm. Not knowing anything about the right, house. Not having researched we anything. all said the same thing. Now, Saturday night, Mike informed me the next day, Sunday, he had a dream about falling down the basement stairs, correct? Oh, yeah, no. Oh, oh, no. Right. Something okay. grabbed him and pulled oh, him down yeah. the basement stairs. Oh, wow. And do you recall yeah. if you died in the dream? No, I just got really messed up. Well, well let's, let's go down the stairs well, very three, slowly at, and carefully, please. At 3.30 Sunday oh morning, I woke up in a terrifying sweat, just drenched in sweat, out of a horrible nightmare I had that, kid you not, and I told Brando and Mike this, I w- fell down these stairs... And I was laying at the stairs dead, and there was a party going around, and people were walking around. I can't remember if it was a Christmas party or it, it was a party going around, and I was laying here just with my head on the sides, and people walking through me, walking around me. Oh my I God. woke up terrified. Yeah. Just terrified that's Sunday really, morning, freaking really me out. Like, that's less yeah. than um, ideal. And it just so happens that there's a location right around the corner where they have all these festivities and parties. And- right. Celebrations. Yeah, celebrations oh. there, weddings and everything. So it, it's just strange how this connection, and then we all kind of felt 
leading up to this with the unfortunate cancellation last weekend, mm-hmm. you know, and then all of a sudden with you possibly having COVID and getting mm-hmm. sick. And by the way, I'm negative. <laughs> negative, we're all good. <laughs> and then negative. she got over it. We're so happy that you're here. It was just the ick. And then, uh, I mean, even with Renzo, we weren't even sure if we we're going to have an interview with him on Wednesday because mm-hmm. of things that were leading up to that. So, um, you know, we all started to feel like there was a bigger entity or power that was trying to avoid us from coming here. It seems so. And actually trying to investigate and figure out what's happened here in the past, you know, so. Which seems so contradictory, you know? Like maybe maybe it is a, a balance of the the entities want us to honor the history. Of course. But maybe there is such a darkness that, There's some that's stuff surrounding that, here that, yeah. that they don't want. They don't want the story of the illegitimate child out. I had a question that's for, the part that for you, Brent, since you did the history. I had a feeling, and I asked about uh, Renzo this on Wednesday night during our interview. Yeah. The property to me seems like there used to be burial sites here. And this house was built, or neither something was moved or caskets were moved. Like this was part of the grave site. Like what I couldn't find out, and and I, you know, I only did the the research today. What I couldn't find out is when the the original cemetery was built. That's what I couldn't find either. I, yeah. I was trying to find. The I couldn't find date. where the whether um, the cemetery was I here know. before the mansion was. Okay. Um, you know, it it seems like it couldn't have been too much before that. Why would there be that many people buried here? When Placerville it was, it, just, it was just getting started. Started at, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, because remember, it's Mary Anderson's father who draws up the plans for Placerville. And I had no history of the house prior to 1916. Yeah. You know, so everything you divulged tonight, I just learned yeah. about it. So it's uh, well, that's, that's what's so interesting is is there's there's all the the stories that some some of the stories the spirits want told. Right. At least one of them, they don't want the story told. Exactly. But it's all on, 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 on top of this epic history that is, that is nothing short of the founding of the West. The, the Placerville Union Cemetery was originally de- developed in 1871. Okay, well, they, well, they, okay. well okay. the property was built. The, the, the main Bennett property, you know, the, uh, the B. Bennett property was built in 1853. So that would have been prior to the cemetery, the, the cemetery which means it was not built on graves. Okay. Good to know. Unless it was built on an Indian burial ground. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. That's another, that's another can oh, of worms. No. Yeah. You moved the stones, but you moved the bodies? <laughs> well, uh, honestly, I think that the, the souls want to be acknowledged. They do. But they want proper acknowledgement. They're kind of particular. And I just get the sensation that the energy here wants its appropriate recognition and its appropriate dignity. <laughs> No, this will get. It happened right as I felt something right behind me. Really? Yeah, I swear, God, that's that's awesome. And that's weird because I had this Titan. Yeah. Like, that's that's, not, that's not the first time I've ever felt that. I was like, oh. That's, so weird. <laughs> that's not the first time. Come on, spirits. Mike, what did you feel? Or what no, did you I mean, hear? Something, I don't know. Like, it's, like, you didn't see me jump. Like, something. I, I saw I, you I, moving I, around. Is everything okay back there? Get all your flaps in your. I had that Titan, though. No, that's very weird. Yeah, it just fell on its own. Oh, that was creepy. That is. Wow. Come on, dead people. Work with me here. It's almost Work time to show. We're getting yeah, we're going to get the equipment out. So Our camera got jumped from the from behind. We're talking about that. Stop yeah. poking Mike. He's sensitive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you okay? Are you fine? A little heart attack. Don't worry. I'm going to bless everyone before we go. 
Everything will be fine. There are going to be some spirits that are going to be warring, that are going to be battling for what they want told, what they don't want told. But whatever made that one guy, I guess it was Bennett, the one, the hanging judge, whatever drove him to be so angry, fed from this whole property and land. He was fed, and whatever was in that basement is what fed the rage. Huh. That, it was that powerful? It, pre, it predates so so him. There's, there's something in the basement that's darker than just the beating that took place down there. Yeah, it's it's all as part of that. The anger is all connected to something um, land-based. So there probably, oh. there probably was some desecration of like, some kind somewhere. Elemental um, style? Or maybe, just... or just sort of land desecration, not being respectful to something. Oh, wow. Um, and... I think that it can be balanced, though. I honestly think that if you bring enough light into the space, enough love into the space, and you keep the the positive spirits happy, it sort of has a little bit of a force field. But I think he was influenced to be a little darker and a little angrier than maybe he would have ordinarily been. Wow. And then the decades of despair that poor Mary felt after he died. And that kind of anguish will also bleed into the whole land and space. So it's a lot of stuff just bleeding into the land. Loss, pain, sadness, children's deaths. All of that stuff just piles and piles and piles. You had grief, anger, sorrow. It all just bleeds into the land and becomes this mosh pit of energy that each homeowner individually is going to have to deal with. Do you think he was cursed? I think he did something that were... He, he 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 met the energy I mean, messing him. Something that's feeling the the, the yeah. anger that for him to either get off or enjoy hanging that much, and then it transformed from him as the power and being able to take life to the depression and despair of his wife who just lived a life of misery. I mean, it just there's so much negativity. Where is that you know feeling yeah. from? Where's that coming from for him to get off on hanging so much? Where did that energy come from? Where did that anger yeah. come from? You know, or the pleasure. And one of the urban legends, totally unverified, how could you verify something like that? One of the urban legends about the B. Bennett house is, is that it's cursed because by all the people that the hanging judge uh, unjustly hung. Because oh. some of those people were innocent. Some well, of there them you weren't. go. Okay. And basically, it was the Old West, and mm-hmm. if you pissed off the judge, you got hung. All right. All right. That sucks. Well, it sounds like we, we need to do a couple of layers of investigation, you know, yeah. validate some of these souls, allow them to be heard and seen and felt again in, in a positive way with boundaries. By yeah. the way, spirits, boundaries <laughs> um, are applicable here. And we can just see if we can't validate some of these experiences for the homeowner so they can know, yeah, they've... I mean, I've already felt a ton of things, clearly. But to give them some real evidence to hang their hat on, I think would really be great for them. They would finally be able to say, all right, like, I know this is a thing. I know this is real. And then obviously bless the hell out of the space so maybe they can at least have some control. We've got to tell them, you know, I obviously you probably, Eric, you'll be following up with them Absolutely. Af- afterwards. They're never going to be paranormal free. Of course. That, okay. That's not happening in okay. this historical of a place. Okay. It will never happen. But it doesn't have to be, like I said, rock concert loud it can be oh an occasional thump or whatever it'll be a little bump in the night hey maybe it's a cute little spirit of a kid playing Mm -hmm. no big deal that we can live with that i live with a house full of dead people they're all my family it's fine no 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 harm no foul but it doesn't need to be armageddon and i really would like to bring peace 
to these angry souls. I need to know what what, what Bennett looks like. I really do. I don't uh, know if I'm ever going to find any that. Any of the Bennett, original Bennett's, you can't find their pictures. It's like they didn't have a lot of pictures taken of them. I wonder if any There's of that be. would exist in the, um, I'm sure the Sequoia. I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure it does. I bet they it's would have some historical documents so. and photos. Maybe. Just think of it, you know, the, the, the daughter of the man who drew up the plans for Placerville, the hanging judge, the guy who gave Hangtown its, its nickname of Hangtown, married and living together on this property, and their daughter lived in this house. Right. So think of it. That, that's just a lot. That's a lot of history. That's a lot. Yeah, I mean, the, I'm, so I'm a little overwhelmed, honestly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm super overwhelmed well, by the history of this yeah, place. Yeah, it's not a matter of bleed-through. The history of the B. Bennett Mansion is the history of this house. It's the, it's the same family. It's the Bennett family. Yeah. It, it wasn't chopped up until the 1950s. Ready to start well, investigate. Are you ready, Mr. Bennett? <laughs> <laughs>